live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's The Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Christina Ellis, number one best-selling author, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Our phone number is 888-825-5225. Aurora is with us in Portland, Oregon. Hi, Aurora. How are you? Hi. I'm, I'm good. Thank you. Good. How can we help today? Um, so I the last couple of weeks, I've been kind of... Um, you know, been watching all of your guys' uh, stuff on YouTube. Thank I you. actually found you guys on TikTok. Oh. And, um, yeah, <laughs> and I've just been kind of, you know, the last couple of months, I've been really trying to um, get settled and pay off debt. And it just seems like any way that I try, I, I can't. And I always refer back to living paycheck to paycheck. And I'm just, I'm kind of over it. I I, I don't feel like... I'm content where, like, where I am in life. And so I feel like part of that is just having so much debt and, you know, having kids to take care of and wanting to plan for them. And I don't, I don't know, like, where to start. I don't know what to do anymore. Boy, I like you. You're in a really, <laughs> really good place. Thank you for calling. And I like you yeah, just because yeah. you mentioned to Dave that you found us through TikTok. <laughs> Dave yeah, loves TikTok. I'm not yeah. sure if that speaks poorly of you or of me, but one of the two. Okay. I love it, yeah. Um, and it's actually my birthday today, so I'm like, you know oh, what? happy this birthday. Is, is, Glad you got through. Thank you. Like, if it's not today, then I don't know what day. Yeah, it's a great day to call. So walk us through the debt. How much debt do you have? Well, um, I paid up. I paid off quite a bit now, but um, I have about twenty-one thousand. I would say between my partner and I, um, that we still need to pay off, and most of it is credit card debt. So, so you said you paid it off. Uh, tell us about the debt you paid off. Um, so back, you know, while when they were giving the uh, unemployment uh, during COVID, it took months for me to get my like checks because um, everything was so behind. And when I finally got like my claim, it wasn't that much. Um, I paid off my car. I was like, this is one thing that I, I need to, you know, get rid of because God forbid I, you know, can't work anymore. I can't find another job. Well, like, I need that, you know, I need that to get around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, I just want to stop and applaud you for that. Cause the fact that you're already, you know, wheels in motion, you paid off your car. That's, that's great. Yeah. So what's your yeah, income? Yeah. Um, between my partner and I, we make about 5500 Okay, um, let, let me stop a second. Are you married? No, we're not. We live together. Okay. All right. So legally, you are two, you, you have a roommate. And yeah. from, the handling, from the handling of your money, that's the way the law is going to look at it. Right, yeah. So um, you pay off your partner's debt. You get zero credit for that with the law. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're combining your money with your roommate is a bad idea. Yeah. Because of where you stand legally. So how much, do you, mm -hmm. the 21000 is that all in your name? No. Okay, 10, what is in your name? 10000 right. Okay, what is that on? Uh, that is credit card debt. Okay, 
And um, good. And you paid off your car. Way to go. And what do you yeah. make? Uh, I make uh, a month is about 2200 Okay. All right. Good for you. And how old are you? I'm 28. And what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm an elementary school secretary. Oh, well, thank you for your service. Thanks for what you do for the kiddos. Okay. Thank so you. if you've been watching the videos, are you familiar yeah. with the term gazelle intense? Uh, no, I don't. Not yet. Dave, can you do your Dave explanation? <laughs> <laughs> you do it the best. <laughs> uh, okay. So here's the thing. What we have figured out is, is that personal finance is 80% behavior. It's 20% head knowledge. And so for, mm -hmm. for your partner with their money, we'll tell them to do exactly the same thing you're doing, but not combined, right. but not combined. So we'll have the same okay. result that you're looking for, but when you combine them, you leave yourself open to other problems that we don't want to get into, okay? Like who, right. bought, who bought the mustard or whatever, all that garbage, right? So um, mm -hmm. now, uh, so the, what we, if personal finance is 80% behavior, that means when I get control of me, I have the best possible control and of my outcome with my money. The more intense mm -hmm. I get, the deeper I sacrifice, and the deeper I sacrifice, the more money goes towards cleaning up the mess, and the quicker I get stabilized and moving mm -hmm. towards wealth. So in yeah. other words, if you goof around with this stuff and sort of kind of do it, and you mm -hmm. still go out to eat, and you still go on vacation, and you still buy a bunch of crap that hasn't got anything to do with the goal of getting rid of these credit cards, it's going to take twice as long, and you're going to be half as likely to ever even do it. Right. And but I if you get like so intense that it's exactly like, yeah, if you get so intense that it's like you're going to die if you don't get rid of this credit card debt in five months, then you're going to work six mm -hmm. jobs, and you're going to eat ramen noodles, and you're not going to do nothing but work and get out of debt because that's intense mm -hmm. and sacrifice. And that's what we mean by gazelle intense. Like the gazelle running yeah. from the cheetah doesn't want to be eaten and doesn't want to be killed. They're, they're running for their yeah. freaking lives. This is not an intellectual discussion. This is very visceral. It's bone marrow. You are going for it, right? And yeah. that's, that's, there's something that happens in 30 years of me doing this when people get that level of pissed off that they're willing to cut everything, that their friends think they've lost their minds, they think you've joined a cult, mm -hmm. then you're on track. <laughs> so you need to get out the credit cards when you get off the phone and chop them all up into little bitty pieces, every one of them. And you need to get on yeah. a written budget, and you need to get another job or six. Mm -hmm. And you're not going out to eat, and you're not going to see the inside of a restaurant unless you're working there. And yeah. you're not going on vacation. All you're doing is getting out of debt. Because how's it going to feel when you don't have any debt? It's going to feel really good. How's it going to feel when you don't have any debt and have $10,000 in the bank? It's going to feel really good. We call that financial peace. Yes. But you're going to pay a price to get there. You're going to have to live like no one else. So later you can live and give like no one else, okay? That's what Christine is talking about. Yeah, and I'm super yeah. encouraged. When you split things out, you've got $10,000 You've got $2,200 a month, and you're 28 years old. You can work six jobs. Well, you mean, can yeah. make the sacrifices. Well, you can do this quickly. You're, you're, you're working in elementary school. It's over 3.30. You've got time to do three more jobs. I mean, you really do. I mean, you can go make some serious money. And there's people hiring out there like crazy right now. Big time. So, and you don't have to do this forever. You just do it for a short period of time. It's a sprint. You just bust it for a short period of time. 
Hang on, Aurora. We like you. We're going to put you through our class called Financial Peace University. We're going to pay for it. Watch those classes. Hold on. I'm going to pay for you to have a membership. You watch every one of them and do every single thing we said to do, and you'll be wealthy. Up to you. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Christina Ellis, number one best-selling author, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. Hey, parents, there's a lot you can't control. You can't control inflation. You can't control the economy. You sure as crap can't control Washington, D.C., but you can control how you'll teach your teens to face life and all of those things. And the sooner they learn, the better. The best thing you can teach your teen this year is how to handle their money the right way how to get on a budget, how to save, how to spend wisely. The Foundations in Personal Finance Homeschool Curriculum has helped millions of families teach their kids. It'll give your teens the tools they need to win with money, pay cash for college, and stay out of debt. It's not just another homeschool curriculum. It's completely changing how teens think about money permanently. And then they come on the air here and do a debt-free scream when they're 25 years old and say, my mom and dad homeschooled me, and so when I married my spouse and they had debt, we knew how to get out of it immediately, and we knew we needed to get out of it immediately, and we knew how to do a budget. They're completely schooled up. That's what this is for. This is part of changing your family tree is the training. To learn more, go to RamseySolutions.com slash homeschool. RamseySolutions.com slash homeschool. Jen is in Phoenix. Hi, Jen. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I was in a position last year to purchase a home, but um, unfortunately, the line of work that I was in, um, I have a child who, you know, is on the spectrum, and the job that I was working, it was a child-protective capacity, and they wanted evenings, holidays, and weekends. So I had to leave that job, and in the three months that it took me to get another job, um, it made better sense to sell my home and to rent it because I didn't have the cash flow. And I was wondering, um, I got the money out of my home. Um, I'm really sad that I had to sell it anyways. But I'm wondering, I'm just getting apprehensive about if I'll ever be able to enter the market again and exactly what I should do with the money that I have saved because it's, I have it all sitting there waiting to get back in the market when things are a little bit more stable. Hmm. What's unstable? Well, it's stable in, in the sense that I have a job now that, that I can be a mother and be, you know, work full So are they stable? Is your life stable now? 
Oh, it is. It just took me. I knew that I would. I'm employable. I'm very employable, but it just took a couple months to the way that they. You said you were going to wait until things were more stable, but it sounds like they are stable. Well, yes, they are. They are. I'm sorry. So I'm nervous. What What is keeping you from going and buying a house then? I, well, I just came out. I just sold my home, and I just wanted to. I don't know the, with interest rates up and and everything. I don't know if I can actually afford. Um, I just don't know what I can afford. I don't know what would be smart. I know waiting probably isn't, but I'm. I just, I just want to make sure that I can afford a home. So you're making a whole lot of assumptions about everything being horrible, and you don't even know the details. No, I need to to sit down and and I do apologize. I'm, I just no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not calling you out. I just hear a lot of anxiety in your voice. I, I I even wonder. I, my my home represented more than forty percent of my take home, and I thought about um, renting the one that I had. No, I you, you did the, the right flow, thing. So you did it. the right thing. You were you were trying. Listen, here's what you chose. Here's what I heard. You chose taking care of your kid. Yeah. Which makes you like the best mom in the world. <laughs> but the poorest mom in the world. The the owning a home does not make you the best mom in the world. Sure. You can get another house. There's a freaking house on every quarter. You just got one kid, though. Yeah, that's true. You made the right choice. Thank you. You were in the situation you were in with the information you had. You made the best decision you could make at the time, right? No, I did. Thank you. And and so quit beating yourself up. You're an awesome mom. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Now let's breathe in, and let's put all okay. of that in the rearview mirror. Now let's look out the windshield. Okay. Okay. You now have a stable situation where you can take care of the kid. How much money you yeah. got in the bank from the sale of the house? About 70000 Okay. Nothing's on fire. You don't have to no. rush out and do anything. But let's just okay. begin the process of learning about what it is you can afford at 25% of your take-home pay with $70,000 down on a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage. And begin to look at those types of houses and go, I don't really want to buy one of those. I think I'll save a little while before and add some to the 70 before I do that. That's okay. But we're not going to sit around and watch the news. And by the way, interest rates went down this week. Oh, okay. I'm, just, yeah. I'm traumatizing myself by yeah, trying to exactly. figure out. You're catastrophizing. So yeah. I, and that's okay. I mean, you've been, through, you've been through a lot. You had a lot of stress. And I, I, what, I'm, yeah. what I want you to do is... is gain some peace from where you're sitting today and and from the fact that you did make good decisions and now let's just ease back towards the right direction of home ownership again and uh but we don't have to thrash around and say oh we can't do it because of interest rates or oh we better do it because we'll never get in if we don't rush over there and get something right now and just oh, calm sure and let's just steady yeah facts are your friends i love that getting getting your plan together figuring out what you can actually afford laying everything out on paper on purpose so that you can see it clearly and not just feel that anxiety and just live there but i'm with dave you're a great mom you made the right decision for your family um one question i have is are you still in the same job or do you still have a pretty unstable schedule with evenings and weekends and nights no i'm, I'm looking for um, i'm in the same capacity but i'm in a job that doesn't require me i can actually work from home in this job that the other job i had to be like out in how much do you make in the, about 50 okay how Not old much. are you 
I'm in my late 40s. Okay. How's, how old's your baby? She's 12 this year. Okay. Good. Good. Well, and I think that's even a breathing point. You're probably feeling some of the fear from just the last time you owned a home and you were in that situation where things felt out of control and, you know, you're working the weekends. It's difficult balancing a family and even breathing and letting that go and just kind of refocusing as you think about buying another house, you know, and just letting go of some of that stress and difficulty from the last time. This is a new situation. You're in a totally different position. Your baby's taken care of. You're in a good spot to move forward. Yeah. Just because the last guy you dated is a jerk doesn't mean the next one has to be. <laughs> I've been dated in years. You no, know, no. I'm talking about the last me. house didn't work because you bought too much oh, house and it was an unstable job situation. So the new house doesn't have to be a jerk. It can be a, it'd be okay, right? Is it, definitely. And I guess what I'm wondering is I don't, I don't mind dating. I mean, my job, I can't, whether I like it or not, they're putting 12% away from me of my salary and I can imagine it. So I can't even touch that. So I'm, I'm whether I want to save for retirement right now, I'm saving anyway. Okay. All right. Well, but, you're, um, you're, you're moving it? in the right direction. You got everything going. So what I would tell you to do is if you're debt free, let's hold that 70,000 and begin to add to it. Get in touch with uh, one of the uh, endorsed local providers, one of the Ramsey Trusted Real Estate Agents in your area. Sit down with them and say, listen, I'm a little scared and freaked out because I bought too much house last time and it scared me and I had to get out of it. I don't want to do that again. And so I need to get, start gathering information to help me make a calm, wise decision. Teach me, help me, show me the market. And let's begin to work our way through that. And they will gently, gradually, slowly show you. And you, you'll get your confidence based on the new knowledge you start gathering from this ELP with the heart of a teacher. Well, I think that's good for anyone sitting on the sidelines of the real estate market right now. Because the reality is every day there's a new news article out that sounds scary. And there's a million different opinions. And there's a lot of fear you know, you have a very legitimate situation where, you know, you had some family things and too much house that caused fear now, but there's a lot of people feeling fear for a lot of reasons. So sit down, figure out the facts, talk to a professional who knows what they're doing and can bring peace. Yeah. When you're feeling all hyped up, folks, uh, Deloney talks about this all the time. Facts are your friends. No one makes good decisions when they're afraid, greedy, or drunk. This is The Ramsey Show. Ramsey personality is my co-host today, number one best-selling author in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Brian and Valerie are here. Hey guys, how are you? Doing great. We're doing awesome. Welcome. Good to have you guys. How much, where you guys live? Denver, Colorado. Cool. Welcome to Nashville. Thank you. How much have you paid off? Well, married, we paid off 160000 in 22 months. Mm-hmm. And single, or altogether, we paid off 205 in 34 months. 
Okay. Before the 22 months started, or is that total, including everything? Uh, that's before the 22 months started. So the total is more like uh, 365000 or it's two oh five total in thirty four months. Oh, okay, that's yeah. the total. That's what yeah. I was at. Okay, Sorry. all right. So that's a good, 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 good. Yeah. All right. And so uh, during the twenty two months, what yes. was your range of income? It was two thirteen to two seventy three. All right, very cool. What do you guys do for a living? I'm an engineer. Mm-hmm. And I'm a manager for an engineering firm uh, for a CAD manager. Ah, okay, very yes. cool. Kind of figured out how you two met. Okay. (laughs) And so, um, all right. And uh, so we had 205,000 total. Yes. And started working on it before we're married, finished it after we're married. Tell us the story. How did all this work? Yeah. So I, it started in August 2020. So right, or yeah, 2020, right before the pandemic and, uh, or August 2019. Mm -hmm. And I was in, interning as an engineer before I got my first job and my good friend Mark who is a marine reservist just want to mm-hmm. point that out so you can imagine how uh, intense he is mm-hmm. but he came into my office and kept trying to get me to do this Ramsey thing in this FPU class and I was like no I'm fine I'm fine and uh, finally two weeks before the class started he came in and he closed my door and was like why won't you take this class <laughs> and I was I, I think I just broke down crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just broke down. And uh, This is like illegal right here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is how we do it in the armed forces. So he, I kind of opened up to him, and uh, my family, we'd lost four people in four years. Mm. Um, and dealing with PTSD. I'd just gotten out of the military and I was broke. I was in six figures of debt and Mm -hmm. I just, I was scared and ashamed and I was making less than 40,000 with six figures of debt. Mm -hmm. So. And he could see your eyes. Yeah. And he convinced me to take it and I was pretty resistant for six weeks. It wasn't until the seventh class that I was like, okay, fine. Wow. I know. You are a hard case. <laughs> I, I mean, usually first or second class, I, I get them. I mean, seven classes. I was so angry, especially about the student loans. Yeah. I was convinced I couldn't go to, to college without student loans. And then I was you just did. convinced. Yeah, okay. So, wow. Yeah, it okay, was. Okay, so uh, you, that, yeah. that gets you started on the whole thing. Yes. And then poor Brian wanders into the story. Oh, yeah. it was our first date. I was talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, if you're not on board, I'm just not sure about this, you know. So our FPU classes became date night. And uh, it was yeah. the only way I kept, got to keep seeing her. So. <laughs> You went from, I'm not going, I'm going to cry about yes. it, to, uh, we're not even going on a second date if you're not in, dude. Yes. <laughs> wow. That's, this is a, what, it, seventh class was thorough. <laughs> I mean, at least the conversion was thorough. But then she was all in. Yeah. Then I was all in. And then some. And I yeah. think it was Chris Hogan. It yeah. was three years ago. I think he was in that one. Yeah, and he was. his deep voice just really got me. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh. I need to do this. Yeah. So it was very, it's very commanding. It is yeah. commanding. Yeah. Very cool. Good yes. for you guys. So you, you finally get convinced and then you get started. What did the journey of paying off the debt look like? 
Um, it, it had its ups and downs. Um, you know, we stuck together and uh, we did our our first budget meeting. Um, that was that was fun. That was six hours. Yeah, um, <laughs> six hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a, it was spread- a date, right? Yeah, this, this is pretty guy. much. Yeah. This is two engineers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a nerd with the spreadsheet. He could and it not took- give up the spreadsheet. No, no, <laughs> not at all. And then um, it, it became easier once we kind of jumped into the full like we're all on board we're not doing a davish um we got the every dollar app and so that i had to re- release control of my spreadsheet <laughs> oh and that's um, devastating <laughs> i think it was but it was it was totally worth it and you know us being a, a new married couple um financials can be a real struggle and mm-hmm. a real stress on the marriage but um we went into it knowing we were on the same plan and uh it, it just made it's made our marriage so much more successful and and wonderful who were your biggest cheerleaders in the process well our best friends lisa and jt came with us today way to go guys yeah um and then our fpu coordinators i think they're listening right now mary and mark Mm -hmm. oh that mark was the coordinator yes yes (laughs) okay he's he's recruiting for the class i got it i mean he was all in so love it way to go mark (laughs) yeah that's awesome. So so you truly experienced that resistance. And now yes. you are here. You went all in. You paid all it in. off. So if you were in Mark's position and you're, I mean, you're in his position right now, there are people listening who feel that same level yeah. of resistance. What would you tell them? Well, I would just tell them for someone like me who I just, I was so, I just thought I was so strong and I could do this all on my own. And um, I was too ashamed and embarrassed. Um and too prideful to think that I was doing something wrong and so I just I think the biggest thing is to be humble enough to put your pride down and uh, if it's not working for you try something new so good yeah so like it's your identity I mean right yeah but people treat it so yeah we hold on to it with such a tight fist we do yeah and so that that whole part of your journey is actually more beautiful than the paying off of the debt I've changed completely. Um, I was so resistant and so hard-headed, and now it just feels like I'm a different person. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you had so much loss. Yeah. And and then you had some anger to go with it. Yes. And you, you, you had quite a little chemistry thing going on here. I had a lot going on. A little chemistry set, <laughs> little yeah. chemistry set going on here. I was so. just mad all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that, then you just aimed your mad at the right thing. Yes. And knocked it out. Yeah. And that, that there is a, something that sets you free when you do that. That's very powerful. Yes. Very cool. You guys are you guys are a neat couple, and uh, what you've been through and what you've been through together is very 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 strong. You're set up to win at an unbelievable level now. Uh, because not only that, but uh, you probably heard us say that in the millionaire study that we did, the number one uh, career choice of millionaires is engineer. And yes. you're, and we have two of them here. So <laughs> that they makes have me twice, really the, twice the shot at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's and fun. you've been through FPU and you're thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly converted by less than seven. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I still, I still I can't know. get over that, but yeah, it's good. It's <laughs> well, very good. What a way to start your marriage. Like you yeah. can just tell by the way y'all look at each other that yeah. you're so connected. Yeah. Yeah. That's just powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, we got a copy of the Total Money Makeover for you. You'll be able to give that away as you continue to uh, tell people what has happened in your life. We're so proud of you. 
You guys are Thank amazing, you. amazing couple. And of course, Baby Steps Millionaires, because that's the next chapter in your story. Yes. You're right on your way to that. And a uh, one-year membership to Financial Peace University that you can give away as you're talking about it. So the Live and Give Bundle is just for you guys. We're so proud of you. Very, very, very well done. So All Thank right. You. If you got to tell people one thing or two things they got to do to get out of debt, what do you tell them? Um, I, everybody says it's a budget, but it, I mean, it's true. You have to stick to it. Um, and don't everybody has a mountain to climb we we all have doesn't matter how small or how large it is um we all have to do it and so just stick with it uh stay on the path and you'll climb that it's it's uh, one bite at a time right the elephant that's how you eat the elephant yep. beautifully yep. done yep. well done brian and valerie denver colorado what a great story Two hundred and five thousand paid off single and married over 34 months making 213 to 273 count it down let's hear a right. debt-free scream right. three two, two one, one. yeah that'll keep you coming back I love it, baby. Woo! Woo! This is The Ramsey Show. scripture of the day romans 15 13 may the god of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the holy spirit martin luther king jr said out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope Ooh, man good turn of phrase absolutely amazing christina ellis and Number one best-selling author, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Boca Raton, Daniel's on the line. Hi, Daniel. How are you? I'm good, Dave. How are you doing? Better than I deserve. What's up? So I wanted your feedback on on a few things. I think it's going to be a, a kind of a three-part question. Um, so I have I've not been great at managing money most of my life, um, and I have racked up a lot of debt, not in the hundreds of thousands, um, but with like medical bills included, maybe 40 or 50. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sat down with some friends. What I've decided to do is actually live out of my car because I own it. Why not? Um, I'm still paying it off, but it's, it, you know, I have it. And that's something I can use and put all that money I would put towards rent utilities towards savings. However, I'm working baby step one and three uh, together before I move on to two. Um, just, I, I feel given inflation and where things are at, that might be the wisest thing. Um, but I kind of wanted to tie into this question on, cause I think a part of my problem has been income. Um, and I think there's just more I could do in that area. And so I'm trying to see if where in the baby steps paying for college in cash might fit into that um to increase my income or if you even think it's worth it or not to go to college these days what do you you make a year 
Um, well, I'm a in multi-unit management. I'm a district manager. I'm making about seventy thousand. Multi-unit. What's that mean? Uh, so you oversee multiple locations of the company you're working for. Oh, I see. Okay. And are you in different cities all the time, or you're just planning homelessness? Well, I'm in multi. I'm in a couple different cities. It just depends. I structure my week differently every week. Do they give you some kind of travel per diem allowance for hotels? Well, yeah, I, I I don't travel that far, um, so oh. they, I don't pay any out of like they reimburse paying sixty six cents a, a gallon of gas. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, there's no need for a hotel. Oh, I see. Okay, all right. Um, okay, so you're asking our opinion on this whole situation. Am I get, am I gathering that correctly? Yeah, I, I you know I, I I made some of these choices like moving into my car to get rid of debt. Yeah, get rid of everything and, and save I, as much. I appreciate as that. That is so extreme. I would not recommend it. Okay. I have never recommended someone live out of their car in 30 years of doing this. You make $70,000 okay. a year. I don't want you to rent something for $2,500 a month, but I want you to get a roommate and get a cheap little apartment of some kind and have a place to unpack your stuff and take a freaking shower. Okay. I mean, I use the gym and all that. I, I mean, know I what a, you're doing. I know exactly yeah. what you're doing, but I don't think it's romantic at all. Um, I, okay. I'm just telling you, I think your the quality of your life is going to enter into your ability to sustain a long-term working a plan. And you've gone so okay. extreme that it's going to be very difficult emotionally. You're untethered from everything in this situation. And so it's, it's, it's one of the problems when we work with the homeless community, it's one of the problems they face emotionally is being untethered there's no Mm -hmm. anchor to begin to build from a solid place and that's the emotion that they feel you're doing this intentionally so you're not quote in the homeless community but you've chosen the exact same lifestyle as a as a single mom who got thrown out of her apartment is living in her house and, and showering at the gym and it's the exact same thing as a homeless in a homeless scenario. So I, I would choose to have a, a very, 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 very modest place to live, but a place to live, number one. Um, number two, I'd look for okay. any extra jobs I can do to get my income up. And then number three, you don't work the baby steps out of order. Yeah. And, I mean, you can find, even with the room situation, you can get a roommate. You can live in a room for $300 a month. It may not be glamorous, but it's definitely better better it's, than being untethered. Yeah, more more glamorous than the back seat. Yeah, and with the college conversation, Dave, he mentioned paying for college. Um, with forty to $50,000 in debt, would you even consider that right no, now? No, not right just now. Take not right now. Yeah. I, I want to get, get up and running, and what I would do is, is making 70000 plus some extra work. I'm going to plow through this forty or fifty thousand in two years, and I'm going to have an emergency fund, and then I'm going to save and pay cash for college as I go. And do we recommend college as a long-term play? Absolutely, if it applies to your career field. Generally, just going, I want to go get a degree. No, I don't. I don't recommend that. Just as a you know, an opportunity to play beer pong for your eighteen-year-old. No, thank you. Uh, but we do say, you know, if you're going into a field where the academics the rigor of academia and the ac- the actual knowledge base that you come out of it with will be helpful and cause you to go forward, not just the degree, but the actual knowledge, 
then yeah, I would go get that knowledge. It is a barrier to entry into some things. It's a barrier to progress in other things. So yeah, I would do that. But it's not a magic pill. Like suddenly everything's right. going to be okay because it's got a college degree. Well, and that's, I think, part of the challenge is he's making good money. And I think sometimes when they, when people feel overwhelmed, when they feel uneasy, uh, they kind of look at college as that auto solution. Yeah. Like, if I get a master's degree, then I'm going to make more money and my problems will be solved. And I've met plenty of people who went into debt to get a master's degree and they didn't make that much more money or no. even any more money at all, really. So, I mean, it is good to go back to college if it's going to you can get a master's degree in social work and take a pay cut in his situation. Right, exactly. So so college, it's a great conversation. We're big advocates for education, but make sure the education has a purpose and a point and it's not a silver makes financial bullet. It's not a silver sense. bullet that makes your life all good all of a sudden. That's not how it works. But yeah, so be intelligent about that. But what I would do is go get a, a roommate situation, a modest apartment, an extra job. I'd get on a tight budget and I'd work the baby steps in order. $1,000. And then I want you to tear into these debts and start plowing your way through them. You're going to be amazed when you don't do anything. Else. If you're willing to go so extreme as to live in your car, the extreme you can do with an apartment and still get out of debt making seventy, you'll be able to knock out forty or fifty thousand. I mean, it's twenty five thousand dollars a year out of seventy, and you're debt free in two years. You can do this. Um, you know, you're, you'll be done in short order, a lot faster than two years probably. You could be done in one year, depending on how much extra you work. You know, you could make an extra twenty-five grand, yeah, and be done in one year with your income plus twenty-five grand. That's very possible, considering you do nothing else with your life because you were going to be living in the car. Right. And you know, I mean, you're willing to go extreme. That's for sure. So that that willingness tells us your motivation is really high, and that's a wonderful thing. You'll be able to utilize that. So, Daniel, we'll help you with this. I want you to go through Financial Peace University as our guest. We're going to show you detail by detail, step by step, how to do this stuff, why to do this stuff in order. Your situation is not different. You need to work the baby steps in order. There's a baby step two that follows one for a reason, and you're not different. It is baby step one, then two, then three. And, um, you know, don't talk to me about inflation. You're the guy that was getting ready to live in his car. Don't talk to me about you've got this thing figured out. You're the guy that was going to live in his car. Follow the stinking program, dude, and we'll show you how to do it. We'll pay for it for you. It doesn't cost you a dime. We want to help you. And call us back and tell us how you're doing. Say, I was the guy who was almost homeless. You talked me out of it. Tell us how you're I'll remember the call. Tell us how you're doing. If you just tell me you're Daniel and Boca, I won't remember it. I promise you. But tell me the situation. It'll come right back to me. I promise. So I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for being willing to sacrifice. A lot of people in our culture aren't willing to sacrifice. We're too lazy. And if you're willing to hustle and grind and willing to sacrifice, you can pull off a lot of stuff in this culture today. There's a lot of wonderful things can happen in your life. So I'm proud of you. Good work. Good work, Christina. Well done. Well done today. Austin Shelby Selby is our associate producer and phone screener. Ben, Zach, Andrew, and James, the Booth Dudes, are running the show in there. I am Dave Ramsey, your host. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. with your money? Want to know where to start? Take our three-minute money quiz to get a plan you can follow. 
Go to RamseySolutions.com and search for Get Started to get a plan for your money.